You're listening to the Tech Made Simple podcast, episode number 23. Welcome to Tech Made Simple, a podcast for people who want more from the technology they use. Here's your technology navigator, Michelle Guerra. again, my friend, and welcome to another great episode of the Tech Made Simple podcast, where you learn all about the technology you use or should use every day. Last week's episode number 22, I answered some common questions people have when it comes to cloud technology and security. Now that I have your attention on this cloud thing, today I want to talk about some challenges that we all come to face in our digital world and as it relates to cloud storage. I think back to the days when we used to take a picture with cameras and use film. Once your roll was full, then you would get the film developed and printed, thus giving us the huge stack of pictures that we would want to organize somehow so that we could show them off to our friends or family at a later time. That was when photo albums were very popular for storage of all these great memories. Today we use our smartphones to take digital pictures and want to always have a way to share them with others. However, some of us have started to notice that we have run out of storage space on our smartphones, but still want to have the pictures with us at all times. Now this is not all about just photos or videos. There are also common issues for the small business owner. We use our computers to work on most of our business, whether it's documents, spreadsheets, or crafty creative marketing files that we use day in and day out. We start to realize that you are needing more space to store all of those digital files, and you want to easily access them when you need them. I used to know many small business owners that would have to rent out storage space to store all of the archived business documents in boxes. That's expensive, and storing paper is not always as easy as you think. You can't just store it anywhere. You have to store it where you don't have a risk of fire or water to touch those files. In today's episode, I want to cover defining the standard measure for all the digital files, how to determine the right amount of storage you need, and where you can find more storage for your needs. I think by now I have been known as the cloud girl. I'm cool with that title, but I preach a lot about cloud technology because I see all the awesome benefits it provides me for my personal and business life. I want you to understand the same benefits for yourself. Let's get started with today's topic. I want to start with defining the standard measurement system as it relates to digital storage capacity. These are terms that are commonly thrown around in a conversation, at least when it relates to your devices, like your smartphone or computer. My former career in the software industry had kept me educated on all the different types of file sizes. I'm certain most of you are very familiar with the standard measurement system for cooking or baking. You have teaspoons, tablespoons, cups, quarts, and gallons. Well, technology file sizes are of a similar nature. They just have different names for them. Let's start with defining the term byte. 
spelled B-Y-T-E. So a byte is a unit of digital information. The byte is the smallest unit that I will cover in this topic. I don't want to get too techie on you. I want to explain this so that you will understand the standard measurement system for yourself and that you will be more of an educated consumer when you see storage sizes and how it relates to your data. The standard measurement system starts with a byte. Then it goes to a kilobyte. Most of you have seen the abbreviation KB next to the file size. A kilobyte is equal to 1000 bytes. An example of a digital file with a kilobyte size is a small PDF. You might have opened a one or two page PDF document that would be in the kilobyte range for the digital file size. Then we move up the measurement system from a kilobyte to a megabyte. A megabyte is a thousand kilobytes. A megabyte abbreviation is MB next to the file size. An example of a digital file with a megabyte size is a single photo. I'm not going to give you an exact number of a megabytes for a single, every single photo you have, because this will differ in sizes, but ultimately they have a file size in the megabyte range. Your next measurement goes from megabyte to a gigabyte. A gigabyte is a thousand megabytes. Gigabytes have the abbreviation of GB next to the file size. An example of a digital file size is a collection of a few hundred photos you have saved in a digital album, potentially on your smartphone or your computer. Keeping in mind that a single photo would have several megabytes, it does add up when you have a lot of photos. Your smartphone generally stores gigabytes of your digital information. So this term might be more familiar with you than you think. My iPhone has 32 gigabytes of space on it. This space is used for my apps I install on the phone and some digital files that I view on it. Is this making some sense to you now? Are you following me here? The last file size on the standard measurement system goes from gigabyte to terabyte. A terabyte is a thousand gigabytes and has the abbreviation of TB. An example of this size is like having a few hundred thousand photos or videos saved. Again, this is only giving you a perspective of a range of size. This is not exact because your pictures could be really large. Now that I have defined the standard measurement system of digital files, I want to talk about places you can store your photos, videos, and documents. Storage comes in many different places. You can use free storage that comes with your smartphone platform, or you can purchase a subscription that offers a larger amount of cloud storage. Before I get into all the different places you can store your digital files, I want to really impress upon you to consider using just one storage place for all your files. Why? Because it will become overwhelming and you may lose something because you are unsure of where you stored it. Consider this analogy for cloud storage space. Let's say you have 50 boxes of stuff. This could be a holiday or paper records that you must store, but don't have room in your house. So you would have to consider renting a storage space at a public storage facility in your neighborhood. 
Okay, now that you've moved those 50 boxes out of your house, time goes by and you find that you have another 25 boxes that you need to store, but again, you don't have the space in your house. And the storage space you rented is not enough room to hold those additional 25 boxes. So you decide to rent another storage space from a different public storage facility in your neighborhood. They were running a special and you wanted to take advantage of that. The problem with using multiple storage locations can be more expensive and it also causes havoc because you have to remember what you put where. Well, digital storage works the same way. If you have your stuff in multiple locations, it can cause the same overwhelming feelings you had from having too many public storage facilities you were renting from. Okay, I will get off my soapbox or rant on this subject. I just want you to be more purposeful in where you store all your digital files. So starting with the storage that you get with your smartphone. Each smartphone comes with storage on the actual phone, but also comes with free cloud storage that either the phone manufacturer offers, your service provider offers, or the platform the phone uses. Let's start with platforms the smartphone uses. For you Android users, Google offers 15 gigabytes of space for all your digital documents, which includes your photos and videos. If you have a Google Pixel phone, you get unlimited file storage for life. However, if you have digital files you store, then you will need to purchase more storage space if you exceed the available space allotted. For you iPhone users, Apple offers five gigabytes of space for all your digital documents. If you need more space, then you will have to purchase more from them. Manufacturers like Samsung and LG provide free cloud storage, but you will have to research your manufacturers to find out exactly how much they offer for the use of your smartphone. They may offer a small amount of free space for you to use and then provide additional space for a premium. Service providers like Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile offer free cloud storage but you will have to reach out to them to find out how much they offer for the use of your account. Again, your service providers will offer a small amount of free storage space you, for you to use and then provide additional space for a premium. My hope is that this is opening up your mind to the possibility of organizing your digital information using cloud storage. Let's now talk about third-party cloud storage options that are available. These are the options that are outside of your platform, used on your smartphone, manufacturers of your phone, or even your service providers. So why would you use this type of cloud storage? There are a few reasons you might want to use third-party cloud storage. One reason might be you're working on a project and you just need some temporary space to house your digital files until the project is done, meaning it's not going to be a permanent residence for the files. Another reason you might use this type of cloud storage is you don't want to be platform specific, meaning you don't want to be tied to an Apple, Google, or even Microsoft platform to store all your files. Nowadays, all cloud storage has the ability to share files with others, hence the reason why you should stick with just one cloud storage provider. Okay, 
as promised, here are a few other cloud storage providers that you might want to review. The first one is Dropbox. They do offer two gigabytes of free storage with a personal account. Their philosophy is they want you to try them out before you invest in a premium subscription. Another cloud storage provider is Box.com. You get 10 gigabytes of free cloud storage with a personal account. This provider wants you to think of them as a content management provider. PCloud and Sync.com are a few others that offer a few gigabytes of space before you will need to invest in a premium subscription. So all of these providers want you to start with the free plan so that you can see if this is the place you want to store all of your digital files. Some offer just a little free space and others offer more to get you to really get you a chance to try them out. All of these cloud storage providers use the best state-of-the-art security to keep your digital files secure. However, you will need to invest a little time to see if they are right for you. Today we covered a lot of information, but I don't want you to miss out on any of this good stuff. So let's recap on this topic for today. We started out with defining the standard measurement system as it relates to our digital files. Once you understand the tiers, meaning byte, kilobyte, megabyte, gigabyte, and terabyte respectively, then you will start to understand your need for storage for all your digital files. Then we covered where you can use cloud storage that is available with your smartphone. Whether you get it through the platform, the smartphone manufacturer, or your service provider. This may be something you need to review on your smartphone to see what and where you are storing your information. If you need help, be sure to reach out to your service provider for assistance. You pay them for a service. They are there to assist you. Next, we cover third-party options for cloud storage with providers that offer some really enticing free storage. However, I don't recommend that you use this type of space unless you are using it for a temporary storage. Remember, the more places you store things, the more you will have to manage and ensure they are protected and what you are storing where. I use two different cloud storage options. For all my pictures and videos, I have an Apple iCloud account with a 50 gigabyte of storage. Since Apple gives you five gigabytes of free storage, I had to purchase more. It cost me 99 cents a month. I have never gone over the limit yet. I also use Google Drive associated with my G Suite account. The G Suite business plan allows me to have one terabyte of space for all my digital files, and I haven't even scratched the surface with that yet. My smartphone gives me access to either of these cloud storage locations. Having this platform-based storage makes it easier for me to connect with my smartphone so I can have all my files available to me whenever I want or need them. For those of you that don't know much about the cloud but want to learn more about it, I've created the perfect online course that walks you through what cloud computing is, how it works with your smartphone, and why you should care. I give a deeper dive into the common platforms and benefits you can use today. This is a short course, but is packed with great information. 
The course is not specific to any type of phone, so you will understand the information as it relates to your smartphone today. The course is called Unleash the Power of Cloud with your smartphone. To learn more about this course, click the link provided in the show notes. Before I sign off on this episode, if you found today's show informative and helpful, leave a comment below and let me know. Your feedback helps me understand what kind of information you want to learn about. As always, leave your comment on this episode's show notes. While you're there, subscribe to my email club. You'll get exclusive content, some special giveaways, and some personal updates that I don't share anywhere else. Until next week, thanks for listening.